Hey everyone, happy after 420 day, I think, here on the Online Friends Simulator, because everyone can use a friend even online, and I am Francis, aka the other guy, that friendly voice here to guide you in an ever-increasingly fractured world that we live in. Oh, that seems a bit dramatic, doesn't it? Fractured. I don't know if we're necessarily fractured, really. Um, certainly seems like that online, right? Doesn't it? But I don't necessarily feel like we're as fractured as we think. But, um, welcome. Welcome. How are you? How are you doing? I just finished, uh, doing an episode of Super Geeked Up. So I have energy. I'm awake. This is probably my fourth recording of this episode. I really have to stop doing it when I'm tired. Because when I do a show when I'm tired, I just have a tendency to ramble and my thoughts go all over the place and I'm not focused on anything. And plus, I'm glad I kind of waited because um, I got an additional comment from Right Cow Left Coast on the website. So that helps out a lot in adding content to the episode. So that's awesome. Um, but welcome. Hi. How's it going? How are you doing? How are things as we ever get closer to normalcy? I hope it's it's great. I'm excited. I should be seeing Mortal Kombat. Oh, wait. You know, I, I need to stop talking. I need to actually, like, play uh, sound bites and stuff when I actually have to, you know, when I actually uh, transition to segments. Um, I think I actually need a smoother way to transition into this one, I think. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? I am well. Like I said, I'll be watching Mortal Kombat, hopefully, in a movie theater this upcoming weekend. I'm excited to see uh, how they uh, do it. I watched, like, the seven-minute... It's like, I guess, the, the first seven, eight minutes of the movie. They released it online. And martial arts looks great. The uh, cinematography looks great. The... Uh, you know, backdrops and special effects and all that stuff look amazing. So I'm really excited to watch that. Um, other than that, nothing much really. Uh, I mean, I'm getting the second shot of the, uh, the vaccine at the end of the week, which is exciting. I keep hearing that people are get messed up. <laughs> on the second shot. Hopefully that doesn't happen to me. Hopefully I'm fine. Again, the worst that happened to me with the first one was my arm was sore and uh, that was, it was just hard to sleep. But I'm excited to get the second one just because I can get this just over with. And uh, look, whatever. I mean, I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. You, you get it. You don't. I mean, <laughs> at some point it won't matter because enough people would have gotten it that the people who don't it'll just cancel. It just cancel the people who didn't get it out. So whatever. And I'm not one of those people like, you got to do that. You can do whatever you want. This is a free country. Uh, if you're in the United States, <laughs> you can do whatever you, whatever you need to do. I know that this is a touchy subject anyway. All around the world, it's crazy. It's weird. And I don't understand it. I mean, I do and I don't. And I'm not going to explain it because I'm not a specialist on any of this stuff. I'm not an expert. So it doesn't matter. Um, otherwise, um, no new games, no new TV shows. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Shoulder, Falcon and the Winter Shoulder, uh, still going well, still enjoying the show, um, having a good time with it. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's it. Just hoping everyone else is doing great. That's all I care about. Is I want everyone else to be doing fine, and 
And hopefully I get to hear from you guys on all the forms of media that I have, for the forms of communication that I have. Um, email, comments, whatever. I'd love, I'd love, 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 love to hear from all of you if I can. All right. Uh, I'm going to pick a new segment changing song, I think. Uh, let's see. What do I have? I have so many, like, I have so many, um, I would say transition songs, but I have like these, these sound bites and sound things that I, that I use to, um, I don't know what any of these are. <laughs> I'm looking at them. I'm like, do I know any of these? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, my goodness. So, sorry. I'm, I was looking. <laughs> God. So, a little explanation. I, I've been a podcaster for a long time as a hobby. This has never been a job. Uh, I never made money from it. I mean, I'm making, you know, Jalu helps. Uh, Jalu. Oh, God. Um, right, Kyle, left coast. Helps out a lot by being a patron. So thank you for that. But yeah, I, um, I've never turned this into like a career, like a lot of, not even a lot. I would say the 0.001% of podcasters that turn this into a career do. Um, because if you're not a celebrity, if you're not a comedian, if you're not someone who has a previous career in the spotlight, you're not going to get a huge following. Luckily, I'm very grateful and very thankful for the following I do have, for the people who do listen. I'm super, super thankful and super, super grateful uh, that you download and listen as often as you guys do. So thank you so much. But I, yeah, I, I never, I never turned this into anything. I'd love to. I mean, that'd be awesome if I could. I'd love to turn this into something big, but yeah. So uh, when I used to do a show uh, back in the day, I, we would, intro it with these funny little sayings that were usually pretty offensive i guess because it was just like clips from tv shows and movies and stuff that were um pretty i mean they were uh, they were just weird right they would just be terrible and i kind of want to bring that back because i thought they were really funny so i'm gonna play this one i think triceratops is probably pretty tame so let's use this to transition to the main topic this week like Triceratops. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, that's fairly, yeah, I guess that's fairly safe for work, right? <laughs> for the most part. Um, all right, let's get into it, shall we? A lot's going on. The world's in chaos. Everyone's all over the place. Um, I just need to say that I did this episode on 420, and you thought I was high during the entire thing. I have either sadly or you know I don't know I I, I have no, I don't care about weed in general. Um, I think I'm the only person I know who hasn't ha- hasn't done it yet. <laughs> no, that's not true. I think there's one other person I knew who hasn't done it yet. Everyone else I know pretty much has done it. And I haven't. I, I, I don't. I have not. I have nothing against it. I just don't care to. I guess just no interest. I, uh, I'm also one, like one of the few people I know that doesn't have a tattoo. Like I, I am the one of like three people I know out of dozens who don't have a tattoo. And I'm like, I need to get a tattoo because everyone else I know really has a tattoo. I really should. I just don't know what I would get. I don't know what I'd want on my body permanently. That's the problem. 
Um, but anyway, so what are we talking about? I feel like I can't talk about, I feel like I can't talk about moving forward in the whole friendship thing with this pandemic going away and with normalcy coming. I feel like I can't say, Hey, you know what you should do? You should do this, that, and the other thing. Like I used to, you know, in previous episodes where I'm like, yeah, you know, go to a convention, go to the movies, go to this, go to that. And you can probably make some friends. Like I would go to midnight showings of movies, right? And all of the fans would be there. And everyone, even if you didn't know the person sitting to your left or to your right, you would talk to them about the movie and like get hyped about the movie you're about to watch. Like midnight showings of Harry Potter films or midnight showings of MCU films. You'd like, oh, I can't wait to see this or whatever. Or like, what do you expect is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, and you could kind of make acquaintances and connections that way. But I feel nowadays that as I mentioned in the past with the landmine and the ostracization and all that stuff, that is just that much harder to make friends. And I know I've talked about being open-minded and I know I've talked about being, um, have just having a, uh, I guess not, not giving into that playing for team a or playing for team B thing. I know I've mentioned it. I know I've talked about it. But I realize now that that I feel that that maybe the the people who are willing to kind of be open minded about that stuff are few and far between because I do meet more and more people where you have to be careful about the things you say you have to be careful about the things you you bring up you know like there'll be major events in the world major world events and if you don't think one way you're well, depending on what kind of whose team, I guess, or who or what people you want uh, to like you, um, what you say will will alienate you from other people, or how you think will alienate from you from other people. Like me, for instance, I never try to pick a side. I just try to stay open minded. Even that alienates me from people. I just say, hey, look, I, based on this information, this is what I think. Well, you should, no, don't think. <laughs> Just do, <laughs> right? Like that, that, that seems the, the vibe I'm getting from the current zeitgeist of social everything is that don't look, don't look deep into anything. Don't, don't research stuff. Just kind of accept what these mouthpieces tell you and if it's a mouthpiece from over here okay then this side hates you but if it's a mouthpiece over here then that side hates you etc etc right and so i i'm noticing a trend of ignorance because ignorance is bliss right i guess and i thought i really did i was i i, I was ignorant about this i was naive about this thinking Oh, well, look, I approach everything from kind of a, a empir- I was going to say empirical, but I don't know if that's the word, but I kind of approach everything that I see in kind of mainstream pop culture or mainstream anything with kind of, especially if it's something major, if it's something big, I'm like, okay, well, what are all the facts? Like, not what do I feel are the facts are or what I think you feel are the facts are. What are the facts? 
what is the truth? I shouldn't say truth, but what are just facts? Like, what are the facts? And I base my information on that. Well, I think this, or I think that. No, 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 no. That that that's dangerous territory. I, I realize now that I I shouldn't have said any of that. I shouldn't have said that out loud to people, because once you say that out loud to folks, they're like, "Are you a this?" And I'm like, "I'm not a this." Are you a that? I'm like, "No, I'm not a that either." Like, why are you labeling me? <laughs> I'm just the person who. Wants to know everything before I make a decision. I mean, I bought a chair. Okay. I'm sitting in a chair right now. A very comfortable chair. I just, it, it's starting to get comfortable. It took a day to kind of, kind of, um, work it in. I spent a day, two days almost researching the best kind of chair for this kind of situation. Like I sit in, you know, I sit a lot. Um, I'm this weight. Um, I needed to support my back. I needed to support my neck. I needed to be able to do this. I needed to do that. And I just kept, I researched chairs that were worth $1,000, $200, you know, $100, $50. I'm like, what? So I, I'm a person who's just not like, well, give me a suggestion. No, I kind of dive deep and delve into it. And I try to figure out what's the best for my scenario. And I do that with, with more, not everything, but I, with a lot of things, you know, video games, movies, well, not, not movies. If it's a movie, I don't really care. I, I just want to be entertained. If it entertains me, great. I'm a happy camper. If I'm not entertained, then I'll be mad about it. I'll be sad about it. Not mad about it, but I'll be sad about it. So when it comes to kind of the world itself, I, I feel like even I, I have to kind of fake it if I want to maintain friendships of any type. You know, people are saying, well, you have to, you know, well, you know, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to say it. I'm like, I don't want to give specific teams because I hate it. At first, I hate the fact that there are teams. I really do. I, I, I miss the days where I could just be friends with anyone and it didn't matter. I mean, I, I was in high school. I just, anyone who was nice and a good, that I, that, that seemed to have a moral compass of any sort. I was friends with. And nowadays, the moment you kind of identify with a group, you're like, well, you don't have a moral compass. Or someone will say you have a moral compass. Or some will say that you're a, you know, a simp or whatever. You're a this or you're a that. Like, like they, they judge you based on the fact that you identify with a particular group or one other, another. And I, and I think that's ridiculous. Like that doesn't. The, the, we're sim- over oversimplifying human beings as if they're just these cardboard cutouts and that's all we are. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I find myself in a situation where knowledge is no longer power because the more I delve into things, the more I feel like I would be called if I had actually talk about it out loud, the more I'll be called something or, or another, right? And which I don't necessarily, I don't identify with any, again, I don't identify with any particular group. I don't identify with it. I just don't. And maybe you're out there thinking, oh, you have to stop being a coward and pick a group and pick a side. It's like, no, don't tell me what to do. I'm not going to pick a side because I think sides are stupid. I think this whole thing is stupid. I think this whole thing, this whole culture war we're in right now is the most idiotic thing we've ever been in because it, it fundamentally 
tears us down into these kind of two-dimensional beings. It, it, it ignores our experiences. It ignores our opinions. It ignores our intelligence. And maybe we don't have that anymore. I don't know. It just ignores a bunch of factors in our lives that I'm just like, fine. If you need me to be stupid just to be friends with you, I'll be stupid. That's fine, because guess what? I have a girlfriend who isn't stupid. <laughs> you know, I have a couple of other friends who weren't stupid. I can be, I'll be normal with them. I'll be intelligent with them. But if you need me to be stupid, I'll be, uh, I shouldn't say stupid, but if you need me to be ignorant, I think yeah, that's a harsh word. I don't think, because I, I don't think these people are stupid either. That's the funny thing. I don't think the people who require, who want me to be ignorant are stupid. I just feel like, much like everyone else in the world, we're having a hard time, right? Like we're living our lives. We want to do our things. We want to, we go to work. We get tired after work. We just want to watch our TV, watch our movies. And then we just want somebody to tell us what to think when it comes to the bigger issues. We don't want, we don't have time to do the research. We don't have time to delve into rabbit holes. You know, I'm certain if I was actually in general proximity with my girlfriend, I wouldn't have that same time either because that'd be with her and we'd be doing stuff. But I, I'm not with her. We're distant. So I have time to look up stuff and look at things and read things and, and delve into things and, and, and dissect things. And so I do when it interests me. I don't do it with everything. I do there's some things I'll do it for, like a chair. <laughs> and again, I, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like we, we're, um, I, I think, I think it all boils down to actually with the, with the intelligence and with the, 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 the knowledge and all this stuff and the research and blah, blah, blah. I feel like everything, I think like everything actually boils down to one thing. It does. And this is, I guess this is all kind of, kind of boiling down to this. <clears throat> I think that many of us in general as a population, Western population. I actually don't think this is happening in like Japan or like, you know, uh, um, India, maybe. I don't know. I don't know international politics. Maybe it does. Maybe it is happening over there. I have no idea. So I'm not going to say anything. I think though, from my understanding of Western culture, I think this is where we are now. We live in a world of fear. We have, we have fallen to the dark side. <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat because I was going to do a, you know, the Yoda voice. I'm going to see if I can do it. Actually, I'm going to take a sip of water so I can properly do the Yoda voice for from, was it, episode one? <clears throat> mm, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I I agree. I think we're afraid. I think we're afraid to be shunned by our fellow friends. I think we're afraid to be wrong based on um, mob rule, you know, like, and I say mob, I just mean like the vast majority of the side that you're on or whatever think this way. And if you, if you, do research or if you gain knowledge and you realize, no, wait a minute, that's not necessarily true. You might be kicked out of this group that you actually like, whatever side that happens to be on all 20,000 sides, actually, I guess two, (laughs) 
But I think fear. I think we live in a world of fear. We're, we're afraid to speak up. We're afraid to step out of bounds. We're afraid to because to to um. We're just afraid because we want to make friends. This is the point of the simulator. The simulators do not only be your friend, which I hope I am. So the simulator here is here to be your friend, but also understand that you want to make other friends as well. So how do you make those other friends? Well, <clears throat> either if you're like me, maybe you're not. That's cool. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody who doesn't have that kind of time. Trust me. I'm just a boring person. <laughs> I'm just a loser who just spends a lot of time like diving into rabbit holes. I, I realize most people have lives, children, siblings, er, siblings uh, spouses. Well, yeah, siblings, sure, whatever. You have families. Maybe you're in a multi-generational family, you know, in a home. You have to take care of grandma, uh, you know, uh, and, and your parents and your wife or husband and your kids or whatever. Like you have these multi-generational households that are helping out living under one roof that are like, hey, what am I going to do? Like, like uh, we have stuff to take care of. I don't have time to know what's really going on in the world. And so we just kind of say, hey, person who I think I trust, tell me what to think. Tell me what to feel. Tell me how to be. And so therefore that trickles down into us who are like, well, I want to be your friend, but I don't know where you lean. And also I lean a certain way, but I like you. You're a good person. I enjoy your company. How do I become your friend? And it's like, well, hopefully they're open-minded and they're not for in like that that they don't just jump to conclusions like for instance I, I i mentioned to someone once that like oh you know what i'm looking into this website i didn't know anything about it really i just i was just i just know a friend of mine joined this website you know just a, just a, a person i trust and they're like oh you shouldn't join that website that website's full of bad people and i'm like is it and i go in there and i'm like I don't, I guess, I don't know. I don't see any bad people in here. It's just talking about like movies and TV or whatever, right? Like you talked about, maybe I just don't know where, maybe I just got, I'm not going into the right parts where the bad people are, but there's bad people everywhere <laughs> on our, on all of the mainstream social media sites. Like, so I don't understand what makes this place different than like Facebook and Twitter. Like there's bad people there <laughs> too that do terrible things. Like I don't understand. So like there's this this weird kind of like there's this weird um I was gonna say stereotype, but more of just a uh they just jump to this conclusion, like, oh you're there, you're you must be a this, or you must be a that, or you must be a you know a wuss or uh whatever. Uh, I don't again, I don't whatever. I, I don't understand I just that part I just don't understand. Like, why would you just automatically think that? Like, I know good people who are there. And you know what their response was? Are you sure they're good people? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they're good people. Like, what kind of response is that? Like, that's the kind of responses we're getting now. It's like, yeah, I know what a good person is. I have morals and principles. I understand what a good person is. But that's not enough. They have to root, they have to wave a particular flag 
in order to be considered a good person in the eyes of some people. And that's crazy. That is such a hard world to navigate. So when I do this, the, when I do the online friend simulator, I'm like, how do I relate to the people out there who feel alone, who feel like no one else understands? How do I make them feel like you're not alone? And how do I help them find people who let them feel like they're not alone? And I see, again, I go to websites, I go to Reddit's uh, Forever Alone page, for instance, which uh, I think has finally scrubbed off the, um, you know, the tag of incel, which is nice. Uh, because it's just a bunch of lonely people, a bunch of lonely men and women looking for love, looking for friendship, looking for companionship. And I still go there every once in a while because I kind of want to see if anything's changed over the years. And no, it hasn't. It's kind of a lot of the same thing, but that makes sense to me, you know, and oftentimes it's, it's chalked up to, you know, social anxiety and all that stuff. That stuff I can understand. That stuff I can kind of dissect, but how crazy is it now that there's this like hidden shadow world, right? On top of social anxiety or, you know, um, just whatever, whatever, whatever they're, they're dealing with. They have that. And then they have to navigate. Well, wait a minute. Do you align with these very specific, these very specific set of rules that my team has set out for you to be like, if you fit the, if you fit this mold, you're okay to be in our, in our group, you know? And it's funny because I see it all the time where there's infighting everywhere amongst all these different groups. And I'm like, see, that's the problem. It's like you can't fit everyone into the same box. No one at no human beings don't fit into the same box, you know, and we're just, the, you know, and the this is why people are afraid to speak out because there is this expectation. Like you want to be my friend, you better fit into this box. You better be able to contort in this little box that I have made for you. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I can't. I, can't, I, I actually I, I want to say something, but I can't. Again, it doesn't matter what, what, who you bat for or who you, whose flag you, you wave. It doesn't matter because every, I, I see it equally. <laughs> you know, like people are just like, everyone's a rabid dog right now, just looking for something to bite. And so I see it. They're like, Oh, I don't want to, they, they just, they, they don't say it. They don't want to say anything. They're afraid of saying anything. And it's evident and it's clear and it's scary. It's scary because what do you do then? You know, how often, like I, I got, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people are struggling, finding relationships, friendships, all that stuff right now. I'm there with you, but I got incredibly lucky finding the, uh, the girlfriend that I have now. That was 100% luck because the scenario, the situations, all that stuff. Um, the likelihood, like, yeah, it's like winning the lottery. And I know that that seems like a, a bit of hyperbole, but I mean, even if this doesn't go anywhere, maybe this lasts for only a couple of years, maybe this lasts for another couple months, whatever. At least I know, hey, I met somebody who kind of is as open-minded as I am, who is as, you know, thinks critically, doesn't just, is willing to assimilate an, a new information as well as provide it for me. Uh, 
you know, and allow me to allow me to kind of intake and assimilate new information, which is great, you know, and be able to adjust accordingly and adapt accordingly, which is what human beings do. And we're just not allowed to right now. We're afraid. How do we get past that fear? Well, the only thing I can say about getting past that fear is you have to be willing to make sacrifices, which is the reason why I'm so on the fence. I mean, you can be, or you can be like me and just be riding that fence. But I feel like people feel better when they're in these particular groups. There's more community. There's more camaraderie, but there's also, again, more hate, more division, more divisiveness because then you, then every other group is the enemy, right? <laughs> so that sucks. But if you're like me, then the likelihood of you finding people like, like where they're just open minded, they don't care about teams, they don't care about flags, they just want to meet good, genuine people who want to make the world, you know, better in some way, shape, or form. Now, I don't know if I'm making anything better by doing this, this podcast or anything, but you know, much like with my first ever podcast, Geek Love Radio, I tried, you know, I feel like I'm at least trying. Um, and not a lot of people try. They're afraid of failure. They're afraid of this stuff. I mean, look, I have no qualms that this is going to be like a megapod. Like, oh, I'm going to be like the uh, Joe Rogan of friendship. <laughs> you know, like I don't have any I don't have any disillusion of that. I don't have any weird thoughts of grandeur like that. Like, I know I'm never going to get there. I, I shouldn't say never. I mean, who knows? Maybe that one person, maybe like uh, Denzel Washington is listening to this. He's like, I like this show. I should really share this with my celebrity friends and they should share it. And they're going to share it on their, on their, <laughs> on their Twitters. And like everyone's now talking about the online friend simulator because Denzel Washington and, um, uh, Jack Black started talking about this or something. I don't know. That'd be cool, but I have no expectations that that's just going to happen. But that's the thing. Like, you know. You can, uh, the fear here is that you're just not going to make a lot of friends. And, and the fear here is that you're going to have to make exceptions. You know, you're going to have to bend your own rules to accommodate for people who don't necessarily think outside the box. Um, which I'm willing to do. I'm more than happy to do that because I think that there's some really good people out there who are misguided. And I feel like if they were, and I'm not going to force guidance on them. That's the other thing I'm never going to do. It's like, look, I'll give you information. It's up to you to take it where you want to go. Like I've already had a discussion with somebody where I'm like, this is what I think about this particularly very prickly subject. And they're like, and they were just like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about this. It's like, okay, that's fine. We don't have to talk about it, but at least you heard my side of it. Aside, you know, information that I don't believe from what you've been saying it was something that you even considered. So maybe that'll change your mind a little bit. Who knows? All I know is, is that I was once in that boat where I picked the side. I was once in that boat where I was just like, oh, these are the only kind of people I can be around. It happened for a brief moment. It was during my time online. But when I, uh, when I stopped kind of like embracing everyone, I'm like, no, you have to, you know, be this way. And then I realized, no, what? No, everyone's, there's so much good in, in so many people, whether you believe in their politics or not. So yeah, if you're afraid, my recommendation is that's okay. I also think it's okay if you want to be, if you're afraid, Just, that's okay to be afraid. 
um, some risks are worth taking, you know, and others aren't. So I leave it up to you. You have to decide for yourself. For me, I take, uh, um, I don't think I'd have the relationship I have with a girlfriend if we did, if she wasn't as open minded as she was, is. Uh, I wouldn't have a relationship with my best friend if he didn't have an open mind. You know, so yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, fear. <laughs> oh man, this this definitely went better than than, than the last. I, I did a lot of silent. I did a lot of uh, pregnant pauses and just like, and then. And then, and then, and I think I, I didn't make any sense. I think this time I made a little, uh, things seem to make a little bit more sense. All right. Let's get into comments, shall we? This is going to be a long episode because, you know, even though I should be ending right now, the comments are, 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 are fast and also furious. I'm going to start from the very beginning. Um, the only thing I'm not going to do is there is a bit of dialogue from a movie that, that was provided in these comments. I will tell you the movie. I will have you look it up. I think if I did this whole thing, if it was if, if they were your words, Anthony, I would totally say it out. But um, as it is a movie, I feel I will not do it justice. So go ahead and watch the movie that I'm about to mention. All right, this is from uh, this is uh, in response to the previous episode. Ostrich-sized minefield. Get it? Because ostracized and a minefield. Get it? <laughs> Since there's sarcasm, folks, that's the name of the website. All right. Anthony says, first. Okay, so I guess a lot. I have a lot to say. So in order to make it short, I'm going to tell you how I feel. I feel mad. How do I feel mad? Well, I'm mad in two ways. One, I'm mad in the sense of the word mentally insane. I'm going stir crazy. I'm tired of hearing about the corona, even though on Easter I did get the vaccine. I'm tired of all the racial fighting. I'm tired of the constant fear and dread that con- that's constantly being shoved down everyone's throat because the mainstream and social media. I'm mad with insanity of being cooped up so much, not being able to shake someone's hand or able to hug someone or even being able to cry on someone's shoulder as they embrace me. I am going mentally mad and mentally insane. I'm also just mad as an angry. The social instabilities and quarantine isn't helping matters much. In many ways, I feel like the character Howard Beale from the 1976 movie called The Network, or just Network, I think. <clears throat> if you've seen Network, I would highly, oh, if you haven't seen Network, I would highly advise you watching it because it parallels the mindset of the world today. In it, the main character goes insane because of all the mad, insane, and constant depressing news that is constantly thrown at everyone. As a nude broadcaster, he goes on the air and says this. Now, I'm not going to, it's, it's like five, it's like a six paragraph um, uh, monologue that he gives. But he, uh, it, it, there is a phrase on here that I'm pretty sure you've heard uh, in common language out there. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Um, I get it, Anthony. I get it. I, I'm not mad. I mean, I'm mad insane, but I'm not angry. Uh, as I said in previous episodes, look, I, I, I do feel... Uh, even for a place as locked down as California, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I really do. You know, movie theaters opening up again, uh, amusement parks are opening up again. Um, 
when my girlfriend comes by to visit, I actually have places to take her because places are open again. I can take her indoors, check out stuff and everything. So I, I feel like I can have a bit of normalcy when she's here, which I'm very excited for because I love normalcy. So I feel like even though we've been locked up for a long time, I, I think we're going to get out of it sooner rather than later. Now, as for the other stuff, um, the racial fighting. Yeah, that's a tough topic. That's a, that's a really difficult topic as a minority, um, as a minority of a minority, as I like, as I like to call myself, because really how often do you hear about Filipinos, right? How often do you forget I am one when you listen to this? I hope you do because I never go by it. I never think of myself of, of my, as my race. I should say not, not never. I mean, there's been situations. <laughs> Where I felt like, oh yeah, um, I've been in relationships with white with white women who are wonderful women who have been with me for, you know, and and were with me and like great, but they have older generation family members who didn't necessarily approve of our relationship. And I understand, you know, there are old, there are old um, thing, you know. Uh, what do you call it? Old. It's, it's it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks type of deal. Like I get it. There's certain mentalities and certain uh, th- things that they grew up with where they feel like, wait, wait a minute, no, you can't, you shouldn't, no. Um, do I do I tolerate it? No. But you know what? I'm not dating them. I'm, I was dating my girlfriend at the time, right? Who happened to be, you know, Caucasian. Who happened to be white. I have no hate towards uh, white folk. I have, I mean, or anything or any race really I have hate. Toward, I don't hate anybody. So I get, I, I, I get why there's racial tension because there are people who are, who do, I guess. I don't know. Here's the thing. I actually don't believe that. <laughs> I, I know that that's kind of the narrative that's out there. Like, ah, oh, there's people who hate it, you know, based on the color of your skin, etc. I don't know, but I don't necessarily believe that's true. I mean, especially since I didn't. I mean, California is a melting pot. United States is a melting pot, but California specifically is a very melting pot type of state, right? People from all over the world are here. We have the law, even though they say Boston has the largest Irish population. California has a larger Irish population per capita because we have a larger population. We have millions upon millions of people who live here, right? Like we, we have the, we, I think up in, I don't remember how, how true this is now, but we have the fifth largest economy, which I think is true as of like a few years ago or five or 10 years ago, right? So we're huge, which means a ton of people from all different places, all different races and creed come here. So you forget. You don't think about it after a while because you just made friends with everybody. You made friends with anyone because there was no like, what? You're this? You're that? Oh, well, stereotype, stereotype, stereotype. It's like, no. Oh, you're, you're a fun person to be around. You're a cool person. You're a good person, nice person, whatever. Great. Look, there's a bunch of a-holes of all races and creeds. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> so I get it. Like there is this kind of, um, marketable market uh, marketing of of racial tension um and and as everyone look and i get it people are going to tell me well you don't understand and you're this and you're probably right i'm come from california 
any every all my friends from outside of California have told me you have a different mentality from people like in Canada or from Idaho or from Pennsylvania. Like you, you are, you have a whole different world. And I, I, and I guess that's true because I don't, I never thought about it again. Never thought about my own race either. Just never came, never think about it. Um, nowadays, I guess never think about it nowadays. <laughs> Probably think about it more now, I guess with the world that as it is, um, Fear and dread. I mean, fear and dread. That's what sells. If it bleeds, it leads. That's what, that's what sells these, um, you know, these news. I, that's why I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I have passing in for knowledge of the, what the news is, right? I understand that there's news out there, that things happen in the world that are big, that are important. And I kind of just put it in the periphery. I don't make it my main thing. I don't put it right in focus because I will go mad. I will go crazy if that becomes my focus. So I try not to because in all honesty, a lot of news nowadays is just entertainment. A lot of news nowadays is just there to make sure you watch so they can sell ads so they can make money. Uh, are, is there biased news? Of course, everyone's biased. Everyone's biased to some degree, right? Uh, is there, um, sensationalized news? Sure. Of course. That's how they, again, they, that's how they get you to watch. If it bleeds, it leads, etc. Uh, do people, do, does the news lie to you? Well, I, I know that that's what people say on all types of news. I guess that's why you, you have to do your own research <laughs> because, and you have to kind of dive into rabbit holes sometimes and, and, and get the, get the facts. And not opinion, which a lot of news is nowadays. It's opinion. They they inject a lot of their own opinion into news. They're like, well, I feel like this is this, or they're a blah, blah, blah person. It's like, well, that's not a fact. If you call somebody a terrible person, that's not a fact. That's an opinion about a person. Right? Well, maybe you think it's a fact. Who knows? So, as for touch, what's funny is... um. Uh, I, I got my phone last year in December and I, uh, the, the rep put out his elbow and we touched elbows as a form of handshakes. Uh, so I haven't shaken anyone's hand in a while. Um, I mean, I will be hugging someone soon, which is nice. So that's good. Uh, but shaking hands, hugging, yeah, shoulder to crown. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Um, we need physical contact. That's something I've always emphasized on this show is like, you know, people think, uh, physical contact isn't a necessity, but it is. It's a necessity. We need, we're social beings. We're social, social creatures. We need touch. So Anthony, I hope you find that. Um, and yeah, be mad. I think you, you and that's the thing. Be mad. And if you're mad enough, you know, step away, uh, use it, utilize it, scream it to the mountaintop, you know, evangelize online if you need to. On Twitter, you have a voice online. Talk about it. All this stuff that you say on here, shout it out to the rooftops on Twitter, on Facebook, on your social medias, if that's how you really feel. Because I guarantee there's other people who feel the exact same way you do. And maybe you can build relationships that way, build friendships, build you know, acquaintances, you know, build uh, connections that way because there's a lot of people who feel exactly the way you do. 
I'm not quite there yet. I'm not not necessarily angry quite yet because I, I again I kind of look underneath that sheath of of um, what is being sold to me, right? I look underneath all that stuff and I kind of try to look for what are what are the things I'm not being told, right? Because again, there's bias everywhere. Whether you like it or not, and you, they they want to sell you an idea. They want to sell you a side. Everyone's trying to sell you a side, a flag to wave, you know, a team to root for, and that's what they're doing. In when it comes to kind of mainstream everything, so you kind of have to go underneath and just kind of look around, dig around. It gets dirty, it gets exhausting, but if you have the time and you have the effort, you have the energy, go for it. And I feel like you'll that you won't live as much in as much fear and dread when you find out what the what's lying underneath, um, which is hopefully uh, the truth. Never shy away from the truth. Uh, and, and then the second comment, and then, and then, uh, uh, you did do the, um, uh, I don't know why you posted this twice, um, but you did, which is fine. I, I, I don't mind you posting the monologue twice, but I just thought that was interesting. You posted it twice there, Anthony. Anyway, right cow has three. Oh, three. Whoa. Why do you have three? Uh, plion, plion. Oh, wait. I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to l- l- give the illusion that this is my first time reading this, but again, this is like my fourth time recording this episode. So I've read all of this stuff and I know that I know what's to come. So I, I won't say Plyon. I mean, I'll say Plyon because it's there, but I-, I now know that it's not just a word. When I first saw that, I'm like, are you trying to tell me something there, right, Cal? What's Plyon? Um, perhaps the most amount of such type of music in any time since the Renaissance talking about classical music and my love of it right now it may not come in the form of symphonic renditions but it is there and one need not be sitting shoulder to shoulder with others to enjoy that music no need to go into a camp a cramped music hall not that one can't now with the season changing there will be outdoor concerts where one can listen to these pieces of music performed live perhaps someplace to go in the future i prefer them indoors because the acoustics are better <laughs> But I understand. I've been to outdoor concerts. They're fine. And I know that there's like, um, stages where they, the acoustics work a little bit better, but there's nothing like a good kind of auditorium or whatever, a concert hall made specifically for, um, uh, like brass instruments and stringed instruments and drums and all the acoustic, you know, percussions and all that stuff. So yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, in the, in the, a recent podcast, I heard the podcaster said that the enemy of growth and improvement is comfort and competition and repetition of activities, which give one comfort rate of change and all that, but bodies at rest will remain at rest. Uh, by putting out these podcast. Oh, uh, very true. Um, as a matter of fact, that's kind of why I kind of what I hate about myself because I am in a bit of comfort, like when it comes to where I'm working and kind of where my position is in life. I really could improve it. I should. I'm old. <laughs> I should improve it. I just don't because I'm comfortable. Like I, I, I don't feel. And I think that's what's happening in the world right now and why we're all so cool with these teams and stuff and we're so cool kind of dividing ourselves so much because we are comfortable. And I believe, I don't know who said this, but there's, you know, that saying where, um, Strong men lead to good times. Good times lead to weak men. Weak men lead to hard times. Hard times lead to strong men. Um, so I feel right now we are on good times. So therefore we are weaker, weaker as, as species because we don't have, uh, difficulties. We don't have to fight against 
um, the elements. We don't have a major enemy that we're fighting in like wars and stuff. I mean, we have major enemies we're fighting, but we're like the vast majority of the population isn't going into war because we don't have to. We have enough people who are willing to volunteer to go into the armed services, of which we are, which I am thankful for and appreciative of. Um, because we do need people like that. And so the voluntary service is great. Uh, but that makes everyone else much more comfortable and much more able to say the things that they say and do the things that they do and live in ignorance and live in, in fear because, uh, um, we don't have to, we don't have anything that we need to necessarily overcome. Uh, by putting out these podcasts, you increase the possibility that your existence will be known and remembered as uh, long past you are conscious and your heart is beating. I am reminded of a writing of a rifleman in the early 1800s whose writings are the basis of the Sharp series of books and later television shows. Though they are nearly signal writings, uh, we know that how the lives of those who shared the same job during that era was lived. Perhaps your podcast will become a primary source of oral history of persons living where you live, living your economic situation, and persons who share the same racial or ethnic background. Well, I hope, I hope they don't have to worry about the racial and ethnic background. Because as much as I, I, as much as I know I'm Filipino, for instance, I don't, I don't go out and like solely eat Filipino food or go to Filipino events and, and whatnot. I kind of just live the quote unquote American life where I just kind of, I get into fandoms, I get into things that I enjoy, and I do, you know, I do podcasting, I do, <laughs> I do improv shows, I do all this stuff. So I do all these things in a way that's just like, okay, well, it has nothing to do with, it has everything to do with who I am as a person, but nothing to do with who I am racially or ethnically. Um, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but... uh I mean, look, again, uh, the only uh, the only thing I ever want out of a podcast, really, is the same thing I wanted from Geek Love Radio, is that whatever I say in any of these shows, I hope you learn something, I just hope you get something out of it, and I hope it helps you get to where you want to be. That's how I used to end Geek Love Radio every, every episode. I hope you get something out of this, I hope you learn something. I hope this helps you get to where you want to be because that's what's important, right? We we want to be in a certain place in our lives, right? And maybe I said something that inspired you to get there. Who knows? I hope that that I'm able to do that. What do you remember about Huel Hauser? The lieutenant commander I mentioned is better known by his podcast handle, Jocko. What are your thoughts on First Lieutenant Brian Suits? Well, I still haven't listened to Jocko yet. I don't know who Brian Suits is, but Huel Hauser I know much about. He's California's gold. And he was a dude on our local public radio station, a uh, radio station, a TV station, PBS. And he would go around Southern California and I th- think just Southern California finding like these gems hidden in, um, different parts of Southern California. Like it's an avocado farm or like a place that sold mangoes or like a, like a little circus or something or a little amusement park or whatever. Like he just went around Southern California and found things that were very unique and weren't um, fra- like a franchise or something. Like it was very uniquely Californian. And I, I loved it. Uh, Hugh Hauser was such a, such a character uh, and, and cool um, and just very, very wholesome. 
Very wholesome guy. Um, because, it, you know, he would just interview random folk. Like these weren't people who were celebrities or people who were um, influencers. <laughs> they were business owners. Or, well, they were 99%, I think, business owners or like people who went to these businesses, you know, and like, how do you like this place? And why do you keep coming back? And what do you think of the food or what do you think of the, uh, of the animals or whatever? Like that's what he asked. And, and it was always on the fly and it was never scripted and it was great. I thought it was really fun. Um, are there foodie uh, recipes, foodies, which invoke memories about family, friends, or daily departed loved ones? What foods, who, and why? I love that you talk about, I mean, I'm a big food guy. I do. I, you, you know that, you know that, right? Cal we've, we've had a meal, meal or two. Um, as for food memories, I don't, I only have one. And it's any, anytime I see a big roast pig, big lechon. And it, well, it reminds me of my grandmother who had passed away, uh, 14, 15 years ago. Uh, my grandfather was very quiet, so he didn't really say much. He kind of kept to himself. Uh, my grandmother, though, she was the matriarch. She would like dote on everyone, and the you know during the holidays, uh, extend all this extended family would would try to fit in this tiny little house that she that she and my grandfather owned, and we'd all kind of try to fit in, squeeze in, and we'd have these feasts and these meals, and you know all the kids would be running outside or you know trying to play games, or if it was Christmas, opening gifts and meeting with relatives whose names we didn't remember because we've only see we only see them once a year. But they'd remember our names because they were adults and they were good. Um, but uh, a big roast pig always brings back those memories of those of, of the holidays and uh, of a grandmother who, again, was like well loved, well respected, and whom I loved very, very much, and who um, was influential um, in kind of making me the person who I am today. So much love to her. Uh, and then it says, Anthony, thanks for sharing your thoughts. Francis, thanks for another podcast. Then he says, Arg, half of my notes about the show have deleted themselves. I had written stuff about health, being proactive and seeking out medical issues. And they are small before they become big. So drastically changed, uh, so big to drastically change one's life. I had written stuff about classical music, half of what ha has been saved and smooshed down to the non-word plyon. What is plyon? Nonsense in the regards to this context. I had written about a late 2000s conspiracy about legislation, which ultimately past, which we had written off as crazy, which some can argue is bearing fruit and coming into fruition due to the pandemic. I can attempt to rewrite them, but like many things, flashes of thought once happened rarely come to existence in the same way twice. Sigh. Thank you, cyber nymphs, for deleting of, for deletion of things. Arg. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of conspiracy theories. Uh, I, I know, I, I hear several about I mean, there, there's a lot going on right now in the world, and I hear that a lot of them are connected, so we'll see. Last one is from Right Cow that actually came in uh, today before I recorded the show, so good on ya, because I am now recording after you have sent this 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 uh, comment. Uh, the conspiracy is that though ultimately passed legislation, government will 
through healthcare be able to control every aspect of our life. While that did not come into fruition then, it can be argued that the pandemic regulations and laws that is occurring now in the Canadian province of Ontario, law enforcement are now empowered to ensure the pandemic regulations are obeyed, can stop anyone to ask where they are going and why they're outside of their home. Pandemic regulations over the past year have told us that we can leave their home and who can be around who, how close we can be around others, what we must wear, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Few are arguing these pandemic regulations would continue in some form until some unknown point in the future, perhaps never. It is said that the light at the end of the tunnel is coming to view. I once hiked through a mile-long tunnel with nothing more than my headlamps. I get being a long tunnel dark tunnel with no apparent end in sight. But what is that light when it's walking to the daylight or a train coming towards you? Good question. Uh, good conspiracy theory. Uh, well, not good conspiracy theory, but I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I mean, hell, I think the CIA just recently announced that they have a chip that you can put into your body that will help prevent other pandemics, which I find hilarious. It's like, oh, they are going to chip you. <laughs> you're going to be chipped. Um, I feel like a lot of these types of... I, I mean, for countries like... Canada, where there's not too many places you can go to kind of escape that um, type of enforcement and, and um, authoritarian is, I think authoritarian, is that the right word? Authoritarian kind of uh, government where they're just like really tell, like they're, they're controlling every aspect of your life. Um, they also don't have the same kind of freedoms that we do in the United States while here. I mean, again, we have like three or four states, even more who are just doing their own thing. So like, if you don't like what one state is doing, you do what a lot of other people have done and move to another state um, where there you're allowed to do more things and there's remote work now. So it's not like you, you can still technically work for the same company and move to another state and still be able to work for them. Like the possibilities are endless now to kind of traverse the United States and find a place that best fits you. Uh, so I feel like this, uh, the conspiracy theory of having this type of control, though I, I, I do see it. I do understand where that's, that, where people are coming from, but we have the freedom of movement, which means that like, yeah, they can attempt to do that stuff, but then I'm certain that there'll be states and other jurisdictions that'll be like, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, you, if you, you you can't control us in that way, and therefore you have options in places, so so those types of rulings can't stick much because when people see that and they're like, well, no, then I'll just move her here. <laughs> I'll move her here where they're not allowing that type of that kind of um, totalitarianism or whatever. I, I'm making up words. I feel like I've heard those words bandied about, and I feel like I'm just making up now. But um, I don't want to go too deep into this type of stuff because I don't know enough about it. In all honesty, I just don't. But I mean, the one thing I do know is that we have freedom of movement and I do know that we have um, states that are not doing what other states are doing and what even the, the country is even recommending. They're just like, no, I want to do it my way and and succeeding. So just based on that information and minus any conspiracy theories, I feel like, yeah, they could try. But then there's places that'll be like, yeah, go ahead. We'll just do our own thing. So anyway, thank you everyone for putting up with this. Extra I feel like this is a long episode, but I'm beginning to see that this is the average now where I just go on for like an hour. Thanks everyone for listening. Sincerecarcasm.net is where you can leave a comment just like Wright Cow and Anthony did. That'd be awesome. I'm getting closer to episode number 100, which I feel like I should do something special for. Who see we'll see. Who knows? It was it was suggested that I have Anthony and uh, Right Cow on the show for that, but um, I we'll see. Uh, I, 
someone commented a long time ago in an email how much they preferred the single kind of mic format, and I kind of like it too. Um, but I'm I'm more I'm look I, I did a golden rule episode with Anthony uh, a while ago, so who knows? We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I haven't decided quite yet on what I want to do with episode 100, whether it'll be just a regular episode or something special. We'll see. Uh, OFSshow at gmail.com if you want to send an email. Would love an email. Don't, don't get much in the email department, uh, really, but I would love an email if you, if you're, if you feel so inclined. Also, if you, um, want to leave a voicemail, 347-450-4335. That's 347-450-GEEK. Um, do I get voicemails? I do, but they're from wrong numbers. So it'd be cool to get a voicemail or a text message from someone who actually meant to call that number. Uh, at I'm at AKA the other guy on Twitter and Instagram. You can find all that stuff on the uh, main page, Sincere Sarcasm. And please go to iTunes, go to which is the thing. I really would love it if you can go there. I should really emphasize this throughout the show. Go there, leave a co- leave a leave a, a review. Every review you give, whether it's just stars, if you just give five stars or whatever number of stars, it exposes it to other people, lets people know that the show exists, lets people lets the show grow. And I'd love to see it grow. I'd love to be able to grow this to where I get other people's ideas, other people's thoughts. And, you know, maybe I do have to eventually pick a side because I, I, I will see the kind of people who listen and, and what side they, they feel that, that I, I, cause I, again, I, I feel like I'm pretty open minded and I'm open about what I don't care about what side you're on. I just, if you're a good human being, a cool human being, I want to be your friend. All right. That's it. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, you don't have to, you know, Patreon, if you want. All that stuff is on the website, sincerecycasm.net. You go there. Just go there for all the stuff. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, take care of yourselves. Look after one another. And uh, don't live in fear. Don't live in fear. Do not be afraid. Because guess what? You have a friend in me. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks, everyone. Bye.